Many of you know the name John Downey and uh, what he has done for the industry. Some might remember he he worked for CleanFax at one time. Wait, he started, founded CleanFax. Yeah, he that's your claim to fame. He worked for CleanFax. Yeah. I started. So, so he's, he started CleanFax. I did. I still work on the brand. Of course, I've moved way up since then. A big muckety muck now. Yeah. So John likes to, I think you called yourself an FIP. Yes. What's that mean? Formerly important person. Formerly important. I'm well, now a SIP. A semi-important okay. person. Okay. So, well, John, let's talk about some history. I think we need to make clear the record here. How did we meet in the first place? We, we, we met by phone originally. Be, you were either Bar Berberina or Olafina. I can't remember which. You and, was it Jackson? Jackson Lloyd. Lloyd. We're yes. talking mid-90s. Yes, exactly, mid-90s, and then the first time we actually met, I believe, was at the, that... Summerfest. Was it, is that what it was called, was Summerfest? Yeah, it was the first one. And in Columbus, you hosted it. We hosted it at our house, that would have been in 97, I believe. It, it would have oh, been... Oh, good memory. Like, probably when, I, well, the reason I remember is I sold Clean Facts in 97. I stayed on, and I think it was right after I had sold the magazine that we uh, held that first, no, I was going to say Mikey's Fest. No, but you're right, Summerfest. Summerfest, which, which went on for many years, and I went to many of them. I think it's kind of fizzled out, but a lot of right. the people, folks are still there who, who were there at the very beginning, and we still see them from time to time. Yeah, so a long time, Burberry and Olafina. Um, yeah, those two crazy girls, two sisters from Albuquerque, New Mexico, that we made up. So what people may not remember is how you came across those two girls, fictitious girls. Uh, we would post them on the Clean Facts bulletin board, which was painfully slow, but dial-up internet. I remember I would load, it was, it was an addiction, that Clean Facts bulletin board. You, you load it, and it would take forever to come up. It wasn't your fault. I don't think. It, it, it wasn't was my fault because at that point I really didn't have anything to do with the bulletin board. That was done by MTP. So That's you didn't moderate it? Well, I did. I mean, okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. And and so we would put those those columns on there and that's where you saw it. And I, I should have kept the note. You sent a note. You're like, you guys are, you, you girls are good writers or something like that. You said that. Like, I, I like what you're doing because we, it went from that to the magazine. And, and yeah. we had a call and on Clean Facts. I probably said, you guys are very entertaining, <laughs> and I want entertainment value in Clean Facts. Okay, I'll take that. So we were entertaining, making up these stories, which were, I read them now, it's like, oh man, that's <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and from there on, you know, my relationship with Clean Facts grew, and here we are. So you're, you're out of the media business completely. You have nothing to do with publishing. Anymore. Um, you know, only you believe that, and and <laughs> probably I'm very much in publishing now. It's just a different kind of publishing. So so let's talk about your journal. Of course, um, the the Siri Group um, Cleaning Industry. What's it? Cleaning, Cleaning Industry Research Institute, and we call it Siri. Not, not Siri. The acronym is Siri. Okay, okay. So you're the executive director of Siri, which is an important group, and, and those at ISA say that I work with, we value what you do and want to support you. Thank you. How, how are things going? 
things are you know you know things are going very well although we've had to put a lot especially in the past few months we've had to put a great deal of series work on the back burner because of a project that Siri has been preparing for with ISIAC, the International Society of Indoor Air Quality and Climate. Man, that's a lot. Yes. Uh, the Healthy Buildings Conference. Okay. You know, we were pretty overwhelmed uh, with that conference, and I don't know if you want to talk about it now or we can uh, go, come back to it, but... We're talking about it. So, so let's talk about it now, I guess. So the con so Siri's doing well. You're the executive director. You have a magazine. No, we do not have a magazine. We have tell us tell a us. peer review technical journal. Not a magazine. Looks like a magazine. Looks like a magazine. The only difference is the articles are very long, very technical. Yeah. And for most people, very hard to read. Put puts me to sleep. No, I'm not going to say it. It's all right. I'll say it. If, it, you, if, if you have a hard time getting to sleep, you definitely want to start reading my magazine. Uh, peer review content, important for the industry. Tell us why. Because it may be difficult reading, but... The, well, the, the point is that any professional trade needs to have uh, a foundation based on sound, I would say, science. Uh, in in the, our area, it is cleaning science. So um, the point to this publication and the point to the previous publication that I did for the IICRC was to begin establishing that foundation of uh, sound scientific information based on research that really is needed for the industry to move to the next level. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so great. Uh, your conference was scheduled for Hawaii. I see you bought the shirt for the trip. <laughs> and why the tears, John? What's, what's up with that? What happened? So, well, what happened was a little thing called COVID and pandemic. Uh. <laughs> so the Healthy Buildings uh, Siri was the, is, well, was, since it's over now, the host organization for the Healthy Buildings Conference, which was scheduled originally for June of 2021. And then it was moved back to August of 2021. And then it was moved back to November of 2021. And finally, lastly, the Healthy Buildings America 2021 was moved to January of 2022, and it could not be moved any further. We were determined to have this in person in Hawaii, but ultimately the Omicron variant did us in. We could we could not overcome that, and we could we were not able to postpone it again because ISIAC has another conference, which is in June of 2022, and you can't. We were dangerously too close to when that conference is scheduled for uh, anyway, and they would not agree to that. So. Well, I have to think that that one's going to be postponed too. You just never know. I it mean, might be. I, that's the thing. We just don't know. Is, yeah, you don't is know. Omicron the last hurrah of COVID? Is it where we go from pandemic to endemic, or is it is it just the latest of more to come? And okay, I wish I knew. Yeah, I, no one knows. Um, you, you watch the news; it's a mixed bag. But 
I'm sorry you didn't get to go to Hawaii, but here you are in Florida. It's just as good. True. Okay. So, but you had your event. You had your event virtually. Yes. How to go? So I would. The best way I would describe that is it went way better than I feared. It went much better than I hoped. Um, but it still wasn't as good as I wanted with it being actually on, on site in Hawaii. Sure, so, sure. Uh, it was a, actually, it was a, the work, essentially we had three weeks. We decided, we made the transition to a virtual conference the Monday after Christmas. We had, from there, we had three weeks to, to do three months worth, worth of work in order to transition. These conferences aren't like anything the cleaning industry knows. There were probably in total about 250 different presentations over three days on three wow. tracks. Uh, there were, they're called oral presentations, there were poster presentations. Poster presentation is essentially, you think of uh, a, a, a science fair in school. That would be kind of the closest parallel I could give. And then we had workshops, we had plenary sessions. We had to train all of these people on a brand new, uh, and, and we used a, 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 what do you call it, a, 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 a the, the back, the software, the the platform. The platform. Thank oh. you. That was what, <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> the platform uh, that we used uh, was brand new, even to us. We, so we had to train the people that were going. The, everybody had to be trained, starting with our own people, uh, then to the speakers, then to uh, the people that were. We even we we didn't actually the people that attended who were not speakers, but we had ended up with like 360 paid mm-hmm. um, probably 200 of those people were also presenters that's the, what's weird about this uh, so then we and so we we were we were training basically almost non-stop for like two weeks in order to get ready but we we managed to uh, get everything together uh, it went off about as close to without a hitch as anything can and as I said compared to what I feared it was so it was incredibly better uh, and I, I do I will say this Jeff and it's it, it it's true it's it's really important to recognize the people Sarah Miller and Shannon Hughes in particular uh, Andy Curry helped out immensely and then there were a couple other people that came on just for basically uh, being this, they called them stage managers for the different uh, stages, which mm-hmm. is what they called the different tracks. Uh, you know, those three in particular by name, Doreen Albertson, who is the, uh, she is the, her company is the secretariat for ISIAC. They all worked together and did an amazing job. So, so if you've forgotten any names, you apologize right now. Right? I do. Okay, there you go. I apologize. And, all of the information was recorded. So the entire event is available for 60 days. After 60 days, it will be taken down 
but then we will make blocks of content available. Uh, it is, it, Siri will be involved in that process, but technically this is not a Siri event. It's an ISIAC event. Siri is the host, so we're working with ISIAC. And I should explain that ISIAC as an organization, it is primarily an academic research organization. So it's a very different world than the, the world that, for the most part, Siri represents. But we're working together because we've, we both sides recognize it's really important to be able to uh, provide useful information. There's two things. On the one side, people that are researchers need to know what kind of research will be useful to practitioners who need to know what kind of research is available. Full and circle. Exactly. Okay. So it works. Good. Well, we're about out of time. Let's wrap this up by, by talking about the now and the future. So right now, besides working with Siri and publishing a non-magazine, <laughs> peer-reviewed journal. <laughs> Cross, you're cruel. <laughs> yes. Uh, so many stories oh, we you. could tell you. So many stories. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are you doing besides this work with Siri? I think you still go out there and do some cleaning? Well, I own a carpet cleaning business. I do uh, cleaning in the field typically one to two days a week. Uh, it's a small company. I work with my son and he works on a daily basis, but I join him. Uh, usually it's two days a week. In the wintertime, business is slow. So and That's why I'm you come old. to Florida. That's why I'm in Florida. It's easier. So yeah, we do that, uh, and that you know that that right now, quite frankly, what the other thing I need to do is I need to pay more attention to my family because I have been working stupid hours for the past two years, really, as it relates to you know doing Siri, doing this Healthy Buildings Conference, and also running a carpet cleaning business. So, so family, here comes John. <laughs> Here we come, like it or not. Yeah. If you don't mind, I will mention it because it relates to this non-magazine, and this is an important project. Uh, one thing I'm going to do is I'm, I'm, I've committed to taking the research, I'll call it the historical research, that has been depended upon by those in the cleaning industry to, in development of standards and through standard certifications. Uh, this is research that was done in the 1990s and 2000s that is largely forgotten, mm. is entirely forgotten in academia if they ever knew about it, and honestly, is mo most of it is largely forgotten even in the cleaning and restoration industry. And I'm going to put out s a, a series of special issues of the Journal of Cleaning Science that contain those studies because it's really important that we don't lose track of that information. And the information I'm talking about mostly is a result of the influence of Mike Berry. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and it, among readers, if you don't know who Mike Berry is, you need to know who Mike Berry is because he is the most, he's the most influential non-industry member that our industry has ever had. He uh, basically changed the paradigm uh, for those of us who knew him, knew his work, uh, and, and what cleaning was about. What we all take for, for granted now, that you know, cleaning, cleaning for health. That was literally the name of the book. That was the book he wrote, Protecting the Built Environment, Cleaning for Health. 
really important stuff. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna support that. So, so you have a lot coming up, and should we apologize to the family for the time you're not going to give them? No, no need okay. to apologize. <laughs> Thanks.